Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to today's podcast. We're going to talk about finding joy in the holidays, which can be very challenging and hard, and maybe you don't even want to try to find joy, and that's okay too. Um, But I just want to share some ideas and thoughts um, to think about for the holiday season. Before we dive into that, I just want to let you know that I just opened registration for a group of moms that I'm guiding through grief. Um, This is for grieving mothers who want to learn how to feel their feelings, who want a guide to lead them through the dark tunnel of grief, and who want that connection, support, and love, that being in this space, in a container that is guided by somebody else who knows how to guide you through it with other grieving moms, what this space provides. It's called um, Caring Grief Coaching, and it's three months as a group. Uh, where we'll get on calls and I'll guide you through the Life After Child Loss program and we'll do journaling work, meditations, tapping sessions, breath work. All of this is very intentional and to help you process any struggles that you're having. Maybe it's having so much guilt or anger, um, depression, just not caring anymore. Maybe it's tension in your marriage, anxiety that rules your life. Maybe being unable to sleep at night or eating your emotions. Whatever it is in relation to child loss and grief, I will help you with that and we'll connect together as a group. So this is really intentional and guided and if you are like feel like you need that guide and you want a place where it can be, okay, let's do this next here, let's focus on this next, where you're kind of feeling super lost and stuck, this is exactly for you. Um, Then the best part of it is after meeting virtually for three months, We're going to get together in Utah for an in-person retreat. It's going to be so incredible. If you saw anything about my last retreat, you do not want to miss it. It's everything we're going to do over the three months in January, February, March, and then bringing it all together in this in-person experience in April. So if you are tired of being so exhausted with grief and tired of dreading the holidays, living on edge all the time and you just know something needs to change come join us this is literally a life-changing experience you can go to carryinggravecoaching.com to register spots are limited so come join now and registration actually closes soon so today is also thanksgiving so if you're listening to this on thanksgiving I want to send you a big hug, a huge, huge, giant virtual hug. I hope that your heart feels love today and you get what you need today, whatever it is, remembering your child in whatever way you want to today. Um, Be kind and gentle with yourself. These moments are not easy at all. So the holiday season um, can be very, very challenging time for moms who have had their baby or child die. It's a huge, huge hole and gap in your life and the reminders 
of all the joy that other people are feeling is just so far from what you're feeling. And it's so painful. And quite honestly, you just don't want to live through the holidays without them. But in this episode today, I want to encourage you to search for joy in the ways that you can. Often, we have this experience as moms. So like, if you feel joy, that you can immediately feel guilty. That like, how are you having any joy? Because your child's dead. How in the world can you laugh when your baby is dead? And then you think you're a horrible mom for laughing. And does this mean you're moving on? Does this mean you're forgetting them? There's so many thoughts that can race through your brain. If you ever find any sort of joy, so then it can feel like, no, I don't want that. But yet joy and laughter, lightness can be the things that fill you up so that you can ride the next waves of grief. Um, It's kind of a thing I think of like you're filling up your tank, your energy tank, so that you have that energy and capacity later when things get heavy. If you don't allow in any joy, it just gets heavier and heavier and you can start to wonder what's the point and purpose. And well, you could wonder that anyways, no matter what. So I don't know. But the way I think of it is that when I allow myself to feel light emotions, they fill up this tank inside of me, almost like putting energy reserves in my energy bank so that when I'm low or a grief wave comes, those energy stores can help sustain me, which is incredible. So how can you allow in joy and look for joy when grief and child loss have made it impossible? I'm going to give you um, a few ideas. You can take what you want, like always, and leave the rest. um, See what resonates with you, and yeah, we'll go from there. So the first thing I have is practicing gratitude for five minutes a day. This can literally change your life if you've never tried this. Um, So often we think that grief and gratitude can't live together, but they can coexist. They can live together even in the same moment. And gratitude is a muscle that you have to practice. You have to learn to look for things to be grateful for. You have to be intentional. Otherwise, it doesn't just naturally happen. At least for me, like maybe you are good at that. That could be a gift you have. I've definitely ran into moms who are really good at looking for what they're grateful for, but they're then, you know, don't as much allow in the pain. Um, And I'm really, really good at looking for the problems. (laughs) I'm really good at it. The reasons I should pity myself, why I hate myself, why my life is horrible and how it's all gone wrong. I'm very, very good at that. But practicing gratitude has allowed me to have this different lens I can look through where I can look for the good, not in spite of the bad or to ignore the heavy things, but to see that there are still things, even small things like noticing a flower bloom or the way the sun shines or like how beautiful those are, that they can still make me smile or make my heart feel a little bit lighter. So... While I encourage you to feel all of the negative emotions of grief without judgment, I also would encourage you to practice feeling the lighter emotions in your life without judgment. Letting yourself feel grateful, joy, content, whatever emotion, and practicing it. 
it is amazing when you can have those moments of peace and joy and gratitude and just allow yourself to be there knowing that you're not moving on, knowing that you're not forgetting, knowing that no matter how much joy you feel, you're going to always, always, always love, always, always, always miss and always, always, always remember your child. There's no amount of gratitude or joy that will erase that from you. Um, number two, move your body in a small way every day. So again, even if it's just five minutes, just committing to five minutes or a little bit of movement um, of yoga, a walk, squats, whatever it is. And you might be surprised at how amazing it feels to just move your body. Grief is a very heavy energy. And when you move your body and help move that energy around, it can be so, so amazing. And it can be such a mood lifter, um, especially when you feel like, you know, it is a lot of work to drag your body out the door to go on a walk. You're like, no, I just have to do it for five minutes and then I can be done. And you might be surprised at what you find, like how you feel afterwards. Number three, um, filling your mind with stories of hope. Looking for people who have survived horrific things and are living a fulfilling and vibrant life. Notice that other people have survived and that it's possible for you too. Even noticing people who are able to enjoy the holidays, people who are able to have a lot of joy in the holiday season after horrific things, um, because if that ha can happen for them, it can also happen for you. And we can immediately say, oh, no, it's never possible for me. No, 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 that's not my, you know, whatever. But I just would encourage you to begin to open up the possibility of like, if that is possible for them, it also could be possible for me. Um, this is actually something I needed really bad uh, to hear another mom share how her life has changed, but how she still has joy in her life, how she still can find happiness. Um, when I was in the depths of despair and grief and pain, I needed to hear from somebody who was ahead of me on the grief journey and to know that things can be okay. It doesn't mean that we're forgetting or moving on. It just means that it can be different and you can find joy in a different way and that it's possible. So search for those stories. Look for those because when you fill your mind with those, that's what you can begin to look for. Um, if you fill your mind with stories of, you know, dread and gloom and and uh, stories of people who, who didn't look for joy, um, it can just be really, really heavy for you. And so I guess that's what I needed is a lot of hope and maybe you need a lot of hope too. At least hope for your future that things could be different or that other things could be possible for you. Okay, number four, taking extra care of yourself this season. Um, it can be a very busy season if you let it. Um, so say no when you want to. Like honestly, honestly listen to what you want and don't let other people's judgments or thoughts of you make you do differently than what you know to be true for you inside of you. Um, taking care of yourself can look so different in so many different ways. But 
um, things like scheduling a massage for yourself or treat yourself in some way that feels special. Um, you can do something in your child's name or do something that reminds you of them. But also being mindful to care for yourself internally and mentally, like doing um, brain dumps and taking like clearing your mind and doing meditations and tapping and whatever like just taking care of yourself in the ways that fill your your mind and your body and your soul with good things um number five set an intention for this holiday season whatever that is for you um your intention doesn't need to be that you find joy Though it could be, if you wanted it to. It could be something like, I'm going to allow myself to rest as much as I need. Or I'm going to allow myself to feel all of my emotions, whether it's joy, whether it's sadness. Everything is okay. It's all okay. Nothing is, you know, wrong with how I'm feeling. Or, like, I'm going to connect with the people I love. Whatever your intention would be, Think of it now, take some time to journal about it, think about it, and carry that with you throughout the season. Bringing yourself back to what your intention was and how you want to redirect your focus this season. The last one I have, I kind of already mentioned it a little bit, but seriously do take care of your internal self. So I mentioned taking care of yourself this season, but the internal self your emotions, your thoughts. This is like the most important place to care for yourself. Doing meditations, tapping sessions, or breath work to help calm your body down. These are incredible to help you feel calm and grounded and even gratitude. Allowing yourself to be with what you're feeling. This can allow more room for you to feel all of it, joy and pain. And one more thing I want to say about this in particular is if you want more joy, if you want to have more joy, is that you have to allow yourself to feel all the pain too. I learned this pretty quickly after Aria died from Brene's Brown, Brene's Brown, Brene Brown's book, The Gifts of Imperfection. I learned that you cannot choose what emotions that you numb. Maybe you're trying so hard to feel joy so you keep shoving down the pain. But what you don't realize is that when you're shoving the pain down, you're also shoving down your possibility to feel joy. So because you can't selectively numb, if you choose to, to numb the pain, you're also numbing the joy. And when you allow yourself to fully experience and move through the pain with compassion and love, then you can also open up the possibility of feeling joy and lightness as well. So again, there's no need or pressure to find joy, especially if that's not something that you want to do. It's not something you have to do. But with grief and with life, um, for me, it has felt very important to look for the joy in the moments because I can get so wrapped up in the pain and the sadness. Um, but there are moments of joy all the time. Throughout our whole lives, even with grief and sadness and oh, absolute despair. And most of the time, you won't see them if you don't look for them. Because grief is so overwhelming and it takes over everything. So let me know which one of these um, was the most helpful for you. 
You can send me a message on Instagram at Cultivated Family and just let me know. I really, really love to connect with you. If you liked this podcast, can you send it to a friend that could really use it as well, helping get the message of this podcast out to more moms? My goal is to help as many gravy moms as possible because this work is so needed and so important. And so if you can help me out by sharing it with other gravy moms in your life, or even just other people who are grieving because this can help with any sort of grief. But until next time, that's all I have for today. Take care. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.